0: And welcome to Cardition It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Marcy Jaro. I'm Jessica Jardin. How are you, buddy?
1: Oh, buddy, I'm healthy. Yeah, you sound so much better. I feel so much better. Last week is like uh honestly kind of a fever dream yeah like but a literal did you listen to it was it fun did you i listened to almost the whole episode and it was very funny to me because you it, were like what's going on i really could tell like how foggy i was oh, no um, i couldn't so. but i had fun and like also people put um listeners put such nice comments and wished me well and were so thoughtful like i was truly a very big hero they are very nice well she was lying she didn't have the flu so <laughs> <laughs> it was an upper respiratory infection which so. is bad in its own way i was just so happy you didn't have no me too it was like all literally every morning i was waking up and like the Today show pretty much every morning last week had a story about like killer flu and like yeah she was just normal she was hanging out and then she was dead like 10 different stories and so that's how i want to go
0: i want to go normal hanging out then die (laughs) god bless her whoever her is her is (laughs) um Well, you pulled it together. You were sick throughout the entire week and you had a big show Saturday night. I did.
1: Thank you for setting me up. Um, yeah, it was really gnarly. I was actually honestly terrified that I wasn't going to be well enough for the show on Saturday. Um, and I was definitely not full health, but I was enough uh, together. And it went so well.
0: I am so <laughs> sad that I wasn't there. I'll talk about what I did instead. Yeah, I want to hear um, But tell us about your it show was, with
1: Angelique. It was as crazy as I could have guessed. It was like truly. I heard some rumors about it.
0: You did? Tell we'll me just, what you heard. I just heard that she uh, bailed before the show, before the interview was over. Yeah that she like left like on stage and that she kept crossing and uncrossing her legs in a way that wasn't like Sarah, Sharon stone in basic instinct, but more like, what's
1: is she okay? I mean, she's crazy. She's, she's a nut crazy nut. The, so the, the, the kind of card up my sleeve is that I had a feeling the whole time. I pretty much knew she wasn't going to stay for the whole show. Like she had, she was so resistant to uh to staying because she doesn't want to be interviewed even though she may or may
0: not have been paid doesn't matter we'll (laughs) never know it does matter (laughs) it does matter if someone doesn't fulfill an obligation i know but
1: that's the thing is that there was no it was all verbal right so it's like it's like because i'm not it's not a real business deal yeah so she was treating it essentially as an appearance Mm -hmm. i think um and she and that was sort of like she framed everything as like appearance fee appearance okay so uh she was basically like it was strong arming to get her to agree to answer questions at all what did she she want to do just wander up around she literally was like how about i come out and just like wave or like i'm here to kick off jessica's new show good luck or like say a sentence and walk off stage like she just was like so resistant and i was like well but if i have a chair for you and microphones and so like i i was fairly sure that there that she was not going to stay or if she did Mm -hmm. it would at least not be for the duration of the show um, I was sort of just like Hoping against hope Kind of you know yeah. Like And I thought like once Especially since she came A little early And she parked out front And people took photos And, and bought stuff yeah. And like she was making money And then it was all fans And audi- the audience Was like full of screaming fans So my hope was like When she comes out She just is Nervous about it. She doesn't really do that kind of stuff. But then she'll warm up and have fun and relax into it. And she kind of did. That's why it was so funny. Is because she was kind of nervy when she came out and really she. Oh, my God. There's so many crazy parts. I can't even tell you. Well, so if anyone followed on my Instagram the day of. It was crazy. She started texting that morning. <laughs> she was like wishing me good luck and good luck to the show. Then started putting in requests. Asked for a pizza for good luck. Uh, then asked for Brownies. Uh, then asked said that a pink a lucky pink pink rabbit's foot would be really good um, and I was just like so my Saturday was so crazy because I felt like I was just on this like weird scavenger hunt for like also getting director's chairs was like because because she had requested one I was like well now I have to find like four director's chairs so it all matches on stage like me and the other two guests and her so then that was like a whole like weird scavenger hunt. And I, I know end- I saw them backstage later on. It was like one uh, of them is Betsy. Betsy. Sodaro. I got a good laugh in the show because I was like, one of these chairs is borrowed from my friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> guess. Can you guess? The one that says Betsy Sodaro. <laughs> what was it from Clipped?
1: From Clipped, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Betsy for giving Thank me a chair. Thank you
0: Clipped for being a show for whatever time you were. Yeah. And, and for Ashley Tisdale. Yes. That's who it was, uh-huh. right? It was Ashley uh-huh. Tisdale
1: and, and lapkis.
0: i mean what a good crew too bad too bad so sad
1: but basically it was this crazy day she nearly like nearly drove me to the brink of madness which i totally expected but she was on time great she came she parked uh people had a blast out front it was truly for me like i in- even before the show started like she parked and then she had to go pee so i was like bringing her inside she was like i want to go pee and then come out and like take photos and do stuff and i was like okay great i'll bring you inside I bet her peeing is like an ordeal because she's
0: wearing layers upon layers of spanks and stockings yes oh
1: without a doubt yeah and it was like but this moment of like walking through like in there she was like in front of ucb sunset in her car and there's the ucb sign and everyone cheered when i like walked with her across and i really had a moment of like this is like a definitive moment in my life and then she got on stage and sat in the chair and like for how many minutes I mean she was on stage truly no joke maybe six minutes (laughs) like truly if I'm if I'm like she should do bit shows (laughs) she was so funny and crazy she was kicking her little legs around in the chair it was more like you guys won't be able to see this what the the leg thing was like she because she sat really low and it was like this she was going like this (laughs) and so that was like the leg kick that she was doing but um she was oh she also I had been like so I know you want to hold your fan up on stage but can you also hold the microphone so we can hear your answers and when I asked her this backstage she was like yeah no problem she gets out on stage does a funny twirl when she comes out sits down plops down in the chair pulls puts the fan up picks up the microphone that is like curled on the seat and like literally just dumps it in my lap I was like so no microphone (laughs) she was like no they can hear me fine and they like 100% could not (laughs) it was just like a big hot mess her being there in a way that I like was kind of perfect if that makes sense and then what happened she literally left I was in the middle of about to ask her another question and she just was like well that bye and just waved and literally walked out. everyone offstage. laugh so
0: hard? She walked
1: out and I like the the door slammed and I like doubled over
0: <laughs> on stage. You could hear the door slam.
1: No, I mean the on stage door. Oh. She went through the door and it slammed really loud and I literally just turned to the audience and like doubled over and it was like I just had nothing to say for like ten seconds. I was laughing so <laughs> hard and so what ended up happening and it became like two shows where then it was basically like, it was such a treat because I felt like we had all gone through it together. Mm-mm. And so we could just, the rest of the show was like, remember that insane thing that happened at the top of this show, guys? Remember how I brought Angelina out for six minutes.
0: I have a question. Do you think this is the beginning or end of your relationship
1: with Angelina? Oh, well, I mean, uh, it depends how much uh, money I may or may not ever pay her again. <laughs> That's our relationship. Oh, okay. Um, I think that she, I think if I reached out and, and asked for another favor of some kind or uh, something. you
0: using favor incorrectly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> I think that anything's possible, but let's say that I have not heard from her since, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, she hasn't asked for you to order a pizza for her. <laughs> no. But then what was a real treat? She was a delight. That was like insane to me to be sitting on stage, like in chairs with just me and Angeline. It was insane. But then um, the rest of the show was unbelievable. And Nicole was so funny. Nicole Byers. Our friend Nicole. She was so funny. And then the other guest, this guy, Scott Michaels, who runs the Dearly Departed Tours, I love so much, just is the most like macabre, dark. You have to have him on your podcast, I Marcy. You have to he have him. He told the on- most unbelievable yeah. ghost and murder stories i he I, he told That's a story about like a man getting his head chopped off and another story about a guy getting his <gasps> dick chopped off
0: that. i i thought that was the same story
1: it is the same story
0: isn't that crazy as about he turned I
1: mean, he i can't even like t- that, it needs yeah, we its have own. To have him
0: on. a funny feeling uh we're gonna have nicole on oh great tomorrow oh my gosh
1: she's she's so funny she's a wild woman it was so great too because she was like It was like, she was almost the straight man to this, like, he was so wild and his stories were so nuts. That's what's
0: really fun. When you put her around someone that's actually crazy, it, like there is this like balance that happens in life for everyone Yeah, where like, it doesn't matter how hot you think your energy is. If you meet someone hotter, yeah. all of a sudden yours goes down, down to a
1: low simmer. I felt like she became like, she, it was so much of the show was her reactions to him in a way that I hadn't expected and were so funny. Have, and like. Have you heard her, Nicole's podcast? Yes. I love it. There's Nicole has a podcast called why won't
0: you date me? And it's her interviewing people either friends or people she's hooked up with and yeah. she talks to them uh, about her Tinder profile and her Bumble profile and gets like advice and then asks that talks about their hookup and says, okay, so why won't you date me? <laughs> and it's it, like, it's really me, special. It made me want to tear my hair out at first. Cause I was like so uncomfortable with yes. it, but the, like it's got, it's evolved like, and it's only been like a short run so far. Yeah. It's only been like two months, but it quickly evolved into this like her understanding herself and like also
1: her giving like it's like this be there's these unexpected moments of her doling out like really real insight to like in Ben Axelrod's episode I was
0: gonna say that like when she talks to women she learns a lot about herself yeah when she talks to men a different side of her comes out and she really is like compassionate and kind in a way that like where she like yeah What we're gonna say about the Ben? yeah it
1: was just like I felt like they it was like she pointed out some stuff about like him that like I just thought was like so wildly insightful yeah. and like I know him so well he's like one of my best friends and I was like oh, and him too like yeah it's this really deep like the idea of like what happens if we just settle into this kind of uncomfortable space yeah uh and you find like it's it's just this winding road that I don't think anyone's doing it's so special yeah it's she's really- she's amazing and I was so grateful for her because it was like this weird kind of show to pitch to her and she's perfect for that she was great so whole. hopefully Hopefully, I will. So the show was an off the chart success to me. I had the most fun. I was like riding high, and hopefully, it will be a thing. I have a long list of people I already want to do it, Um, and hopefully, it'll happen again. But I hope so too, because I was so sad that I couldn't be there. I missed you.
0: I missed being there.
1: It was it was something. It was really bizarre. I mean it was it's like yeah. At some other time. You have to have him on to tell these stories because if I could, I would tell them, but I won't do them justice. And they are like I am not kidding you, they are the most truly, absolutely insane, like murder ghost death stories I have ever ever heard in my life we're going to get them. You gotta on. have them give me this info so how about you tell me about you well, so I
0: wasn't at your show because a show I direct it was up yes I around want to hear this. About was this was like the same time so I had to do like well there's yours was at seven and theirs was at eight and I had to do like yeah. tech stuff yeah Um, but it was so good so my friend Jana Schmieding, um, has a, a podcast as well called Woman of Size yeah. you guys have heard me talk about sizes issues on here uh, so it, it's such a great podcast cause it is, I gotta listen. Uh, women so far, only women have been on, but I'm sure it will expand. Yeah. Uh, talking about their bodies and their issues with their bodies and how the world treats their That's so smart body and their issues. But it's like, Jana is this amazing comedian. So like it is such a thoughtful show. Yeah. And also she's so funny. Like I haven't seen her in years cause we were New York friends. Yeah. And, well, the podcast and the live shows are pretty different, but her background is in teaching. She worked in, like, the Bronx school system oh, for, like, wow. a decade, and so she has, like, a lot of that, and, like, she understands how, like, the system works in teaching, and she's an advocate, and um, she's a Native uh, American, so she's really into, like, being into activism now, yeah. and now she's, you know, so she is, She has, like, the wisdom to speak to a lot of different types of background people. Yeah. Uh, and then, so she puts on this amazing show. So anyway, so the podcast is really great. You should listen to it. Cause yeah. she has said things on the podcast that have really like taken me. Wow, uh, And it's really like helped me in a way be like so accepting of myself. Like I recently call myself happily fat. and I was like, and I mean that, not that I, I could never that. like lose weight, but I was like, I feel like pretty happy right now. Um, at my heaviest that I've ever been. I just, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to be healthy and all that good stuff too. But you know, also like I, they're not this, one in the same. Yeah, yeah. This body is getting, making my life, not yeah. like hindering it. So yeah. anyway, the show is so great. Cause, uh, she had, uh, Ruha Taslimi on doing so character funny. stuff. She's an amazing comedian from UCB. Uh, Lorraine DeGraff and her. I don't know how to say Lorraine's last name because I don't either. It, there's too many syllables. And I, I saw
1: g- Lorraine. It's the same Lorraine from Friday Night from Drag Race, right? Is uh, that not the same? Is that a different woman? Who, oh, never mind. No, forget it. Who are you talking about? I thought the Lorraine was the same woman who did Drag Race with um John Flynn. No. Oh, okay. My bad. No, that's not
0: her. Okay. Uh that's a different Lorraine. Um. But you're, yes, her name is also Lorraine. Really? I think so. I don't know. OK, doesn't matter. But my friend's name is Lorraine and she did like a humorous piece. Uh, and then they had the the oh the Lopez twins, these amazing uh, women. They're so funny. They're also my basketball league because when I saw them, I was like, big girls. <laughs> <laughs> they twins, <gasps> big girl twins playing basketball, red lipstick, rockabilly. There's so much going on with them and they're so funny. <laughs> and then this amazing uh, comedian, Danielle Perez, who's a double amputee. What? Um, and uh, she's from the Dominican Republic. Also, what was so cool is like afterwards, we were taking pictures, I was like, oh, I'm
1: the only white woman. Oh my god, and, like
0: there, because we, we had Dominican Republic, uh, a black woman, uh, uh, Iranian, Mexican, uh, Native American, and I was like, what this is so cool. And hearing them tell their stories, yeah, it made me like. Kind of have an awakening to like the need for intersectional feminism. Yeah. And I really like felt passionate. Like that what a I a great
1: weekend for it too. Like it and, was, yeah, because I didn't like go the to day- the women's march. Yeah. I, I was couldn't
0: roommate interviewing all day. Oh. awesome! met a lot of great women that way. But uh, it was so like, I really had a moment where I was like, this is why representation matters. Not just for the people who feel underrepresented, because it matters to me that I got to like, I was like, I heard things that I've never thought about because it's not in my background or my, yeah. it's not in my current daily life yeah. to think about. And I heard it in such a funny way. And Jana is just so like, guys go check out Jana meeting. She's so great. And like, is there, where can we see her? Let's she, not her podcast. She, she perform. At- she does perform. She has a show at Bar Lubitsch, uh, oh, Okay. on Mondays, maybe once a month. I forget, it's called the Nat. Okay. She has, like a character show um and then uh, podcast or her website is woman of size yeah pod maybe or something woman of size but yeah she's like doing great work and it's really interesting because like directing it like I kind of like had ideas for a little bit and like little suggestions but like she just like fucking ran with it she played the funniest game called not all men
1: oh I saw your like you had a video clip it was
0: so funny she got three men from the audience and just asked them very you know basic questions about women yeah and it was so and like it wasn't making fun of them but we were laughing so hard because they just didn't know <laughs> it was so it was like so smartly done for a way that's like the host is not making fun of you <laughs> right
1: but the reality is funny right like don't... it's underlining the fact like, of the matter She said
0: the funniest thing she was like she asked them like uh can you tell me what a pap smear is
1: oh yeah this was the clip and i the saw the first
0: man just said no <laughs> <laughs> And then she told them and she said the, the thing that I've never thought about. She's like, it's interesting that none of you know what a pap smear is because we get them because your dirty dicks give us diseases <laughs> that you could easily be tested for. But you are not. So you pass them to us mm-hmm. and we get them and you rarely get them from us. And I was like, that's crazy. Like men should be getting those. Yeah so they know that what they could potentially be giving a partner and then make a choice on how they protect themselves right it's like
1: the whole notion behind like spe- like hpv specifically it's, it's just like crazy a thing that like rules women's lives anyway and men I, are like have no don't, yeah, don't even have a kills concept women. of it it existing. kills women
0: and they're the ones giving it to women it's very and they're cool. just like well i don't get it so i
1: know i showed no
0: symptoms but it was, she said it in a way that was very funny. And I was just like, but yeah, I was like, wow, she's so like, she's doing such good work. And what I was it, just, that
1: sounds like a genuinely inspirational and very funny show. I, it was so
0: funny. Like, and I
1: was so like happy to watch. Like, it was
0: very like female focused and, and mostly big body focus. Like, yeah, that's her thing is like she wants to amplify big bodies. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, everyone, like, none of it was, like, it wasn't just, like, but... Right. So, it wasn't like that. It was just, like, these are women that you don't get to see a lot. And when you do, there's a little bit of tokenism around us. Yeah. So, like, yes. you don't ever get to see what we have to say. Right. Like, it's very rare, Um, and it's just great. Like, a group,
1: I- com- the idea of that being, like, the... It's a group conversation about it instead of just like a singular voice.
0: Or or even just like, hey, can a fat lady talk about something other than being fat? It rarely happens. Right. It just rarely happens. Yeah. And it was really cool. And like I don't know, I've been thinking about that
1: a lot and like Is it something she might put up again? Yes. Okay. She
0: definitely will. And her podcast is great and like she is so fucking smart and like just doing good work, so
1: Yay! I was really excited well, to be a part I'm, of it. I'm excited you were a part of it, and I was sad to miss you. But I, but being well, we were there, just was, having big Saturday nights celebrating women. all kinds of women, even Jeez. little crazy Hollywood women. Crazy
0: women. I, my computer died. Okay, I'll okay. Just pull it up. That's
1: on okay. What is our news this week, though? Um, well, you put some great stuff that made me laugh really hard. Um, Chicago West. Uh, the name the name the name the name oh it's people don't like the name I mean here's my thought about Chicago West I don't love it but I think we were talking about this it's like I also don't I also didn't like North and I didn't like Saint like and they they both Saint never really like graded on me that hard but North really graded on me in the way that Chicago has too and it's like now I don't hear it. It's you like don't Im- hear it. it's yeah. like improv team names, like or it's just band sounds. Names. They just become like like. And the, North there's a be- band called Fun, and how stupid! House. I would have beaten them
0: all up. <laughs> I still hate it,
1: but you know, it, they're there's fine. I think it's like it just it sounds North sounded insane to me. Rain sounds well, you know, like the rain all, sounded
0: crazy to me. Rain
1: sounds crazy, but I think it doesn't now. It doesn't now at all, and I'm sure that once we like you guys, you're keen oh yeah phoenix
0: joaquin (laughs) phoenix and that's not his real name (laughs) because he was born in a cult
1: oh that's true i always forget i think chicago west is a little on the nose a little weird it's clunky you don't hear names that much um american names that i feel like have that many like hard consonants you know like chicago is like just a little hard for a for a first name but i'm guessing the, the question is are they gonna go Shy. shy yeah she tweeted right? she so was gonna
0: say tw- shy
1: shy so that's like that's cute yeah shy. that sounds like a name yeah i mean it's shy-go. i go i think shy go cute shy go shy go
0: shy west i'll like it because they give it to me
1: yes I that's mean- how i
0: feel you know me how i am with kim and kanye they give me a thing i say what's this i
1: love it shut up everybody else <laughs> Um, I think it's, I think it's makes me happy that, uh, also it's like, obviously, you know, Kanye in Chicago and like, he well, loves it so much. And like, I think that's sweet. I was looking up other, like, cause I was like annoyed with people and I was like, I was so always looking up other
0: city. Names. Yeah, we
1: saw this. This made me laugh. Uh, it was like,
0: and then I was like, and I forgot about it. Well, and this is no offense to our dear, 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 dear Eugene. But now Eugene is a name. If you heard it for the first time, you'd be like. Eugene,
1: Eugene. Um, but it makes sense to us now because we've heard it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's always going to be like a window where every name sounds crazy. Yeah, you know, and so to me, it's like, like I if, mean,
0: if baby, like a baby named London, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, and that's like,
1: fine too. Paris, <laughs> London. I hope they, although to balance things out, I know they're probably done having kids. I think if we're talking about their honorary cities, that they should have a daughter named Calabasas next. Cala calabasas is not the worst name for a human calabasas it's not a good name for a A
0: quiet okay okay um and then we had oh my god this this is calvin we told we said this yeah well also we got
1: we got intel but we were right the intel was right who was our intel from your friend it was from my friend ryan who listens um but he also has a podcast he also has a podcast yeah our com- competition. Oh, you're not going to say it. Everyone knows it already, right? Uh, realizing stuff. Oh, yes, it's the yeah. Kylie one. Yeah, yes. the Kylie one. His realizing, realizing stuff. stuff. Not um, the not the other one. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't care. I'll say every podcast name ever. We all yeah. have infinite time. We can listen to every single one. Yeah. Of them. So, Calvin Klein. We knew there was a big uh campaign about to come out with our sisters.
1: Primarily because of the Chloe announcement photo, we knew before
0: then. But yes, oh yes, yeah, we did. We, know did, before. we knew before oh, Christmas. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah, we knew. Yeah, we, because of we the color, we thought that was going to be what the <coughs> Christmas card announcement was leading to. Was it? Oh, these white shirts involving Calvin Klein, right? But instead, their white panties underneath were right. from Calvin Klein. That's right. Um and Kylie <laughs> under a quilt. Kylie <laughs> in a hooded sweatshirt hidden <laughs> under a quilt guys it's just like
1: what what is happening what is happening what do you think you're pulling off Christian? i Jenner. mean Chris i is a genius i would have paid
0: but- <laughs> a very good amount of ticket price admission price to see the production designer's face <laughs> and the photographer and the editor uh, we don't want anyone to know that kylie's pregnant everyone knows she's pregnant well we don't want to show it off it must remain hidden like the whole world there's an article written every 30 seconds in america we know about this pregnancy and you made calvin klein pretend like it's a secret <laughs> and put her under a blanket in a horse stable and on the floor oh. of a horse you made a pregnant Ky- 20 year old pregnant kylie jenner lay in some hay and then you threw
1: a blanket over her it's also my like <laughs> like it's not working you're it, not pulling it off it didn't look great also the photos are bad i don't think that they're like you i mean like the quality, the like the feel that the whole tone of those photos, the campaign, like supposed to be away in a manger. Is that why? that was the thing? I, oh, yeah. Maybe that was because like she's
0: not going to have it's going to like it's basically at her immaculate conception because she'll maybe doesn't know who the father is. And
1: I am just so it's like this this insane campaign that they think that they are pulling off, that they could release these photos and think that any person alive looked at them and was like, great. Four not pregnant women. Great. Look at these four not pregnant sisters. Well, wait.
0: There's more.
1: Oh, yeah. Fine. Kindle.
0: But also in some photos, there were only four. Yeah. I was like, thinking of the ones. There were
1: plenty of photos where they just omitted Kylie completely i just didn't understand any part of it i was just like this is i mean i guess you just gotta get your campaign it just out when made, you gotta get it it just made me feel so annoyed
0: for calvin klein that they had to deal with that but it's like this is not a secret we could honestly like you even said it today that like in a text to me or when it came out like what how amazing it would be to show a pregnant body it's not a big deal in those clothes
1: pregnant or- women wear underwear like a yeah. woman may, might love to wear Wouldn't Calvin Klein underwear. would be amazing underwear? to see,
0: to have the coming out photo be Kylie pregnant in a tank top? What are they waiting for with this what announcement? What are they waiting for? Like those,
1: I literally, those photos looked like click hole photoshops to me. Like they looked so insane and purposely funny. Like they were, the, the everything about them, I was just like, the idea that anyone would look at this and go like, oh my God, this it's campaign.
0: It's crazy because she not only is she laying under a blanket, but then it, she's holding a blanket like over it, her stomach in another shot.
1: Like she just can't this, get away
0: from her binky. They just like
1: want to work this huge blanket into every Ooh, shot. We put the, get, someone get the, quilts, get we the need quilt. Get the quilt. This quilt's not working.
0: I would die to be on that set I would die to see that shoot I just want to know how I want to hear the meetings that happen right after the phone calls you know when they did their conference calls yeah. with Chris yeah. and the team and then they go alright Chris bye what the fuck
1: <laughs> we, no we're not doing this are we Calvin are we doing this how much must they have paid to get all of the sisters I can't, I can't even imagine because I can't think of a single is there a single campaign for anything that they've ever all done together Like since I can't even think of like Because Kendall and Kylie Have always been Separate brand wise I think Yeah
0: I'm sure there is Something that's outside Of their own brands Yeah Maybe this is the first But I don't even know I can't even imagine What kind of like A deal this was To
1: get all sisters Maybe the deal
0: has been Like in the works for a while And then like Kylie's pregnant Okay I do feel like That's what happened Okay yeah Kylie's pregnant okay we can work around this <laughs> well so this is not news but people have been like they're like Kim had some sexy photo shoot today of yeah her, like at the ocean oh in yeah in a white dress but people are like her post surrogate <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah she didn't have a kid guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 this no. is not impressive that her that her that mom's bod looks like that I mean no. it is
1: but like I mean, yeah it, that it body
0: not anymore today than it was three years
1: ago no when- that body is the same body that was <laughs> wearing like a uh, see-through what did she wear she wore a see-through outfit. everything she <laughs> wore see through everything. everything so this made me laugh Kim has been so funny on Twitter oh she's on a tear Kim has been killing it's me she's excited and happy she's yeah. like she's she gets
0: to experience being a mother without the exhaustion of like she just has a brand new baby in her home and she doesn't have to be exhausted
1: god she it's like, been so she, she
0: can't be breastfeeding right
1: uh no i don't think so i don't think unless she's she produced... been
0: keeping up her milk since like saint yeah oh that's yeah The maybe. only way. oh yeah i don't know that's i also a looked question. up recently people who are milk mass producers what is that there's a woman and she produces 1.75 gallons of milk a day. Oh, see, this is like an embarrassing bodies lady. Huh? No, she's very proud of it. And she oh. donates her milk. She's like, I'm saving lives.
1: Oh, I feel mean that. That's, no, no, okay. no, no, no.
0: It's not. It's just like it's just a, a understanding uh, thing about like, yeah, did you know that people could do that? I didn't know that. Yeah wild huh Uh, but yeah that's Kim did not I'm um, sure I've seen her nippies lately
1: and (laughs) they haven't been they're perfect (laughs) they're perfect um so she had a couple of great tweets uh that everybody saw I'm sure but the first that was that was fucking wild was a she came for Lamar.
0: Well, yeah, what's the tweet? It's like
1: burn. It's it's some tweet burn. Lamar Odom on Chloe Kardashian quote, "I knew my marriage to Chloe was over when she was on her second or third NBA player." Yay. And then Kim retweets it and simply types out "or second or third brothel." <gasps> Kim.
0: Kimmy Kim,
1: you went there. You know what
0: I bet? I, I can like imagine it so clearly that she was like in the room, like with Chloe, like found out, and Chloe's like, What the fuck? Like what do I like do I say anything? And then she's like, No, I'm gonna handle it.
1: Yes. And then she was like, second or third brothel oh. <gasps> I love her. She and she had a c two other ones that were really funny. Did you see the colonic one? oh yeah but that there was like a radio
0: station that had a listener <laughs> like if he couldn't get kim to follow her he would have to get a colonic and she's like i feel really bad you guys but like wouldn't it be sort of good for him if he got a colonic <laughs>
1: what? she's just sort of like embrace this voice uh that is like making me laugh so hard That's i think like, it's because she's hanging out with chrissy more yes chrissy you're right because she had this last one that was so funny of like uh, It was somebody just I clicked on this guy's account by the way This person who tweeted and he had like truly 40 followers It was like on Sunday when Keeping Up With was on And he wrote is it just me or is Kim Kardashian So at Kim Kardashian so self-absorbed Even when she's saying nothing lol uh, And he wrote And I like the Kardashians Which is annoying Uh, And then she she tweets to this guy who has like 50 followers no it's not you I
0: totally am I love her god I love that because the things that people don't like the, the complaints you have about her she acknowledges yeah. and isn't afraid of and i think when you embrace your shadow side Ooh. that's when you reach enlightenment you know what i'm saying <laughs>
1: <She's snapping. sighs> i think it's you're right i think queen. it is really chrissy tegany in a way that is like that's interesting like it's a really specific voice to try and covet that's like kind of tough when you're like gorgeous famous have all the things and you're kind of like engaging with uh fans and haters but also not looking like crazy and petty yeah and like overly obsessed or too involved because you can't do that either well, if you get upset then it means that
0: you uh are have not accepted it and you're upset about it and right. she's like yeah i've accepted it i'm <laughs> <Yeah>. self-absorbed <laughs> uh i think my child will be more popular than the third largest city in america <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love her. She's been making me laugh so I like hard. like her. Oh, oh, guys, guys, guys did you know huge... that we like her? Is this a huge piece of news to you guys that Marcy and I really like
0: Kim Kardashian? <laughs> I think she's cool. <laughs> you know, today uh, I listened to uh, that John Legend song, All of Me.
1: Oh, yeah. That he wrote
0: for Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I had a realization. I think I tried to force that onto an ex, that song. I'd be like, this is our song. And I was like, no, this is the song that I want someone to ha- to think that it's our song. Yes. And I think that's a good like litmus test for relationships. If the song that you want to be your song doesn't match your relationship, you should get out.
1: Ooh. I love that. I mean,
0: unless your song's something crazy and then you just got to like, you know, maybe yeah. you like it for the catchy beat or something. <laughs> um, but if it is like, this is about us. I mean it could be it's like if it's not right. it's, it's not, not a perfect you. fit but and it's like no it should feel like a fit and then I was like thinking about what I know because I didn't really know much about Chrissy Teigen yeah. and John Legend at the time when yeah. that, when I was like this is my song right. for my we're in love right this is our song right come on you love it right we love this song together um, it's like oh it makes sense for them yeah that he's that he's like, I love your curves and love your edges. And I was like, yeah, that's really true. Oh, they love each other so much. And They're then, like,
1: they've become one of my very favorite celebrity couples. I think
0: it's pretty cool because he could marry any model in the world. And yeah. he married one that's a maniac. Yes, yeah, she's goofy. goofy, silly, outspoken, wildly
1: feminist. <gasps> like How she offered. Oh, I just got goosebumps remembering it. But to pay that uh, Ali Raisman's fee from yes. the Olympic committee so Ugh. she could testify before they waived it. She's, and I literally read that and like. My eyes like I've told like 20,000 people about it just to be like, I would be honored to pay that in life. (laughs) What a fucking like that's that's how you celebrity. That's how you do it. Like she is a master class in like how to if you have all the things and you are also so beautiful and you are like you are in a position where everybody can hate you all day, every day, including I used to not like her. Um, cause I was kind of just like in the way that I get when, like when really beautiful models and stuff are like, I'm funny and I'm like, okay, but no, they're real funny women.
0: I cannot believe that someone as pretty as you is taking a stance against pretty women being funny. Stop.
1: You literally look like a fucking princess. No, Marcy. You're like
0: a bad girl princess with your nose ring and your green hair. I am really
1: <laughs> bad, I guess. <laughs> anyway, that's very sweet. Um, No, I mean, I just sort of was being a hater. And then like I totally had that thing where I was like, oh, that's how you do it. She's yeah. just like she. It's She's And I feel the- like Kim is really coming into that space in a very. I think cool it's way. very nice when annoying people are like.
0: You're not wrong, and I'm
1: not changing. Yeah, I feel
0: like that's how I'm becoming. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm annoying, but like, I'm like, well, also like, I'm right, and I'm uh, you're wonderful, very supportive of other people, and you like, are. you can not like me, but if you don't like me, you should look about what that means about yeah. You. <laughs> Check your shadow sides.
1: I like shadow sides so much. A, f- a term I've never heard, and now it's we'll like use a,
0: endlessly. Uh, it, well, yeah, Carl, it's like a young young <laughs> well, thing, okay. and. Um.
1: Should I read this email? Yes, we have a great email. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, before we get to a recap, I just want to read an email. Um, a couple months ago, we got this lovely long, long email that uh, was great to get through. And I was so happy to read it on the podcast from a woman named Elena, um, who is our who's a Peace Corps volunteer in Senegal. And she wrote this amazing Uh, letter about what it's like and how the women uh, like that there's women in Senegal like watching keeping up with and (laughs) including a woman who doesn't like Rob because he has no job and just talked a lot about like her understanding of like the culture and how they intersect from the world she's in and it was awesome Um, I don't remember what episode but if you heard it uh, I hope you liked it so she wrote again um, and I just want to read it because it's very cool she has a cool update Um, hello ladies this is Elena the Peace Corps volunteer in Senegal I wrote in a couple months ago and was so touched. You guys read my email on the show. My friend and I cried tears of joy. That's very sweet. Um, Again, I love the podcast and I'm losing sleep over Kylie's phantom baby. We all are. Um, speaking of phantoms, I have been listening to a funny feeling and laughing all day. And I, I'm not
0: trying to plug it this much.
1: But I'm plugging it. Thank you. I'm plugging it all over the place. Maybe this is a long shot, but I wanted to share my project. I am working on with my village with y'all. We are hoping to build a health hut, which is the most local point of care in the Senegalese healthcare system and would provide a place for expectant mothers and people with common illnesses like diarrhea to seek safe and affordable care. Yeah. You can find more. I just in-
0: want to stop right there and say like. Diary to us is funny it kills people in countries where they don't have access to it's like the fastest way to dehydrate
1: yourself and die basically so anyway sorry no no I'm glad you said that um so obviously we I'm so excited to get to read this to you guys she sends the link it's a peace corps link um, and so we'll tweet it we'll and put it, put in it in on the, the show notes as well. It's great. Okay. Um, and, uh, we'll be donating and I hope you guys do too. Cause it's obviously like a really cool cause. What's the website? The, yeah. it's a Peace Corps site. Um, it's peacecoregovernor uh, slash donate slash projects slash health dash hut dash revitalization and then there's some numbers that's a lot so we will definitely that's why i was like i think we'll just post it we'll post it in our Um, show notes and we'll tweet it out but it looks like she's it's they're making their way to their goal and um it would be so cool if any listeners wanted to help contribute to that that's such a neat thing um and we're so grateful that you listen elena um we're so
0: proud of you for like making such a huge difference oh my
1: god I know right like (laughs) it's 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 the greatest joy Marcy and I have like some very sincere texts this week that like that this podcast can contribute like the that we get to interact with people like you is amazing there's such a network of like touch
0: with like people who one love the people we
1: love yes
0: and then also like people who are doing such good in the world especially like in a time where like everything is terrible yeah
1: it's Yes. amazing feminists amazing like people who are just like all over the globe doing the coolest stuff and so please like reach out to us with this kind of stuff it's so exciting for us to uh hear from people around the globe and uh elena i we just adore you and thank you for letting us know about this so thank look so out much. for that link and everybody donate and let's get this health hut um that oh, didn't quite like come out like the health nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, can you guys call it the Health Nut?
0: <laughs> well, I hope the Health Hut. Wait, is it the Health yeah, the Health, health nut. nut Salad?
1: Is the one they, that they should
0: donate? If you <gasps> know anyone who works at the Health Nut, tell them to donate to the
1: Health Hut. God, oh my! The Health Hut sponsored by Health Health Nut. <laughs> this became like a weird like tongue twister.
0: But it boop boop. Okay, should we do this Let's episode? do this episode. All right. So we got three storylines. Yep. We got. That's a disaster. Courtney wants to do something creative. And Chris wants to figure out what to do with her dead body.
1: I put Chris becomes a diamond. <laughs> Chris becomes shine bright like a, a diamond.
0: diamond. Well, who do you want to start with? Chris, um,
1: Scott, Courtney. Let's start with Chris because uh, it was one of the most wild top of scene <laughs> conversations. The one she had with Faye Resnick. And oh, yes. I lost my mind. Kim,
0: wait, before we get there, I will say this cold open. Oh, yes. An old school Courtney and Chloe fight. With a a throwback clip. Yeah. The famous clip. She said, should I be like Kim? But don't be so fucking rude. rude. Uh, They were getting down and dirty. They love to kick in the crotch. Always have, always will. Chloe like punched her in the pussy and then Courtney kicked her with shoes Shoes on. on. She's like, you have shoes on. While Kim Kim just looked at her phone and said, "You guys, this-
1: Kim not caring while they literally like punch each other's vaginas is like such a true callback. Like that is the heart and soul of this show. Yes. I feel like is like Kim being beautiful and being like ah, and the two in this tiny me. this tiny woman and this giant woman like physically having an altercation behind her. <laughs> so." funny to me i'm glad you brought it up it was oh so good so like we...
0: sometimes the cold opens are unnecessary and sometimes they're oh, very it was a, good it, it was a great okay
1: great one so then we get to this restaurant oh my god faye resnick Faye Resnick. i mean this was guys the show sometimes delivers gold this scene the top of the scene that this wasn't even a storyline of the show Wild. faye resnick and chris jenner are talking about OJ getting out of jail because he murdered their, their friend. friend, and they are literally saying things like, or allegedly murdered their friend. Ah, he yeah, could sue me. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I can't wait
0: to get sued. Yeah, I my literally. OJ, oh my god, you don't the have enough. Person. You could sue me for everything I got, and I'd hand you a twenty, and that'd be most of it. <laughs> Come after us, OJ. Come after me. Um,
1: it also made me laugh because the the flow of it was this: they, they put the food down in front of front of Faye, like the pasta, and she goes, "Thank you, Giuseppe," and then. <laughs> she knew his name thank you giuseppe killed me and then it was like well oj's gonna, gonna be up for again she goes oh i'm in denial oh my god it was the most wild real scene of like we those are the real players but then in
0: they even did the commentary for me oh my god chris said i'm in denial and then uh she goes, mmm, this is so, so good, so good. Chris, you can't change the subject like that. <laughs> oh, wait, she didn't say I'm in denial. She said, oh, I hope he
1: doesn't get uh, the pearls coming up. Scares the death out of me. Yes, the death. That's so. the phrase they used was it scares. I was like, oh, my God, I want to know everything.
0: And then Chris said, mm, this boss is so good. <laughs> Chris, you can't change the subject like that. I know I'm in denial. It was. And then they moved on. And Honestly, then, whenever people say, like, someone's not making it, like, whenever they're like, it, that person must be guilty of something because they're not making a big enough deal about this. And then you see these casual ladies having pasta and chatting about their friend's murder.
1: Their friend's, Nicole Brown's murder, who was their friend. Their, and the, yes. And there's her, their friend's murderer is getting out of jail. Mmm, this is yummy. <laughs> also,
0: that makes me think Chris did it. I mean, is that a theory? That
1: Chris... Like Chris I, I don't think it's that would yeah, her little deflection to cover her tracks. <laughs> mm, this is in her little bow tie blouse. Well, she's too hungry
0: to have killed her. Oh, I'm sorry, well, this is terrible. Uh, no,
1: it was, it was fat. I just wanted to take a second to appreciate it because, I mean, they do a good job and, we, you know, they always sidestep the OJ thing because they're very tactful. And Kim has gone on to say, but because they know the kids and they don't like talking about it. But I was like, thought that was an unbelievable scene. And he's out. He's out. So, like, what now? He saw it. Anyway, so then we learn that Chris, uh, Chris, th- we have this exchange with these guests or these fans who come up and it's this whole kind of, oh, the jewelry is the, the grandma. And we learn about we get the setup. So the for- woman has a- her grandmother's ashes in her opal. Right. Right. And so that plants the seed for Chris. who's well, very
0: excited. So I-, I have a few things. This, this yeah. is maybe the most important scene of the show for me. OK, so one. How do we not constantly see people taking pictures with them?
1: Well, I thought those were plants. Definitely. Right? And so I said, well, I know this is a setup, but even still. Still that they're able to keep people from coming up to them like that. So
0: did that mean they knew this storyline before? So they had this story. So maybe it's out of order. Great. So yeah, they just I needed think. to find someone with an opal ring and then and lie about their grandmother. Okay. I hope that. That was my thought. Okay. So, but I was like, what a really morbid storyline to go from
1: our friend's murder. Hi, yeah! G. Yeah. that's very morbid it's very morbid it's a, like i mean that's what i'm telling you like the top of these scenes is you are usually like whatever the chit chat is they're is, like yeah someone running around goofing. and like
0: fixing their lipstick while eating a sandwich it's and being not like, like i think i should get mm,
1: what should i do with my dead body it's so bizarre for it to be like remember our friend who <sighs> was part of a historic murder and now her murderer is about to be free Ooh, let's see that ring and it's like yeah that was wild it was a wild but if s- someone
0: like wrote the beats of that scene that person's
1: fucked They're crazy. and i
0: love them and i want to talk to them so all right then we have chris showing kim this case that she's got it's like this little like <laughs> pedestal it's like almost looks like what they would use at the oscars when they want to show people's yes, finger uh, looked, their fingernail art or i their thought nails. it was
1: like a diorama at first i was like what is this little thing with like little street lights on it yeah it
0: has like lights on it so that you could put your cre- you could put your cremated remains in a diamond formed in this little box right. but Kim had such a good attitude about it yeah well her attitude turned grim later but Kim <laughs> made me laugh a lot in this storyline she didn't care <laughs> she was just like yeah let's do something And so then we it's, we go to Chris talking about the process of becoming a diamond so uh, so she's like, well, can I get six times? She talks to the man on the phone. Yeah. Uh, it felt pretty real, too. Yeah. And he was like, well, she's like, can I get six times out of this one for each of her children? He's like, oh, absolutely. And Kim says, maybe you should gain some weight before you die so we can make more. But she says it without any hint of irony or jokingness and then she starts making a joke about what if i tried to kill you mom oh she's my like, god and then like kim misunderstands this whole process so much it and she's made like, me laugh wait if you can make diamonds out of people why aren't we murdering people
1: left in- and <laughs> like this does was, she think that's what a blood diamond is this sentence killed me people would be killing people and turning their bodies into diamonds <laughs> I was like, Kim getting to the root of this and like thinking she's like outsmarting this entire (laughs) like plan and system was killing me. She was so so funny. I was like, no, Kim, you could turn anything into a diamond, apparently. Oh my God. But she doesn't like it was it was perfect. It was so funny. It was perfect. So we have like, yeah, it's this kind of funny thing where, yeah, like Kim, it's Kim and Chris kind of batting around this idea. Ha ha ha. And then. Then we get into like this eventual scene with Chloe, which I was like, I I thought
0: the reason we were doing the scenes with Kim is because Kim can be lighthearted. And I thought Chloe was going to flip out on her.
1: Yeah. but Chloe didn't No, Chloe was very Chloe was chill, but she just keeps
0: saying my dad, my dad, my dad instead of dad. Yeah. Like the my part is like, Chloe, honey, he not your dad. (laughs) But okay, fine.
1: We already talked about your dad at the top of the episode. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, uh, This whole scene <laughs> Like Chris walking around with her Fitbit Gave me terrible anxiety The way it was shot I was like what is going on It was like a goof layer they added to it And I was like uh, th- It suddenly went from like Chris was just interested in this thing she and Kim are laughing about it and the other scenes to like I can't take the stress of this whole diamond thing weird and I was like what happened she was being
0: so extra with
1: that it was like not whatever the turn was like I felt like we got a beat chopped out of it where it like became st- I was like when did well, it become
0: stressful we're saying this out of order because we'll get to Scott later but I wrote my nose what'd she do clean Scott out of all of his pills she felt really pilled out and she, just like really crazy she all was of like, like I'll make sure Scott doesn't kill himself <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just chewed up all of his. Yeah, it was. So, she was like really tweaking. And also, like, what does she need from Chloe? What does what? she want? What was that scene? But it was basically like, yeah. Then we suddenly get into this really intense conversation about, from Chloe about like, I don't think that that grave is my dad. I don't think that his body's in the ground. And it's they, really—they made sure to tell us, "I believe in God." Right. I am a Christian. And right. I was like, yeah. We get
0: it. Which yeah. is great, but it was just like it felt like very much like, don't get us wrong,
1: we believe in God. Yeah. We just, but it was, um, it just was a, a really a loopy storyline. I loved it in the sense that it started in the perfect place and was insane. What do you want to do with your body? I am uh, a big cremation person. Yeah. I want it out of there. I want it gone. I don't want anyone to have it. Do you want to scatter your ashes or just have them in like a mausoleum or something? I don't care. I don't feel that. I don't feel either. it. Yeah. I throw it away. I don't know. I don't like, I think I guess scattering is nice. And if it would mean something to the people that love me, I don't think that I have a particular, like, yeah. place or thing or need in my mind. I feel pretty, like, disconnected from Maybe the physicality could of like it. I get, like, scattered in a haunted house. Yeah.
0: But I also worry... I have, like, this weird little... I don't know what to call it, but, like, I have a worry that if I take my parts burn them down and then put them all around different places that i won't have a whole part somewhere (laughs) so like i kind of won't i kind of want to all be together somewhere. my plan
1: is to donate as much as i can to science then i think
0: i'll be uh, like they'll be like we get it it was bad (laughs) (laughs) she was fat and proud and it's bad (laughs) it's
1: really happy but i think that uh maybe i'll maybe i'll get scattered over calabasas it's a place i love all my favorite people are there yeah not near my friends or family or husband. Uh, I want to be in whatever the gated community is. It's the only way I'll get into a gated community. I do like Galton the Masters. idea.
0: <laughs> You're in. I'll just throw, what if I just throw you over the gate? Throw gates? me over the gate. I'll just, the uh, guard will be chasing me and I'll just be like, like throwing it up in the air, like puffs of little dusty smoke. Um, I um, do you like the idea of. Becoming a thing, yeah, that is cool. Um, I know. I think it's like one of the Norwegian countries that's been around for far too long, not too long, but just a long Forever. time. we gotta bring them down. Um, but they do this thing. I maybe I've said it before. I read this book called. It's one of the Kathy Roach books. Oh, She's I love a, her. You know, spooked. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: why can't I think?
0: spook stiff. That's the one I'm thinking. And of. then something else. Anyway, um. In one of her books, she talks about like what happens like when you donate your body to science. Yeah, I think it's stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. You're right. It is. Or like what happens the curious life of cadavers is the name of the is like yeah. the, is stiff the curious life of cadavers and she talked about this Norwegian country maybe it's like Norway or Holland but um a Scandinavian country I mean so uh and they do this thing where they cryogenically freeze the body and then they put it into this uh machine that that sends out gentle vibrations and the body shatters what? and then they so it just shatters into a million pieces that are no longer recognizable and it's cryogenically frozen so there's no liquid or anything but they don't drink they don't do any yeah preps yeah yeah so they don't like drain you of your blood and all that stuff so they just put you in a cryogenic thing freeze you, shatter you and then they put you in like mulch around a tree oh.
1: Oh, I have heard of this. And then you the,
0: you feed the tree. And That's then, nice. Then you become the like. Then
1: your new life is, you know, you give life to the tree. I would do that. It sounds expensive, but I would do it. Well, yeah, it I all it. It's various... not legal in the
0: United States. Yeah. I feel
1: but... like all death stuff is very. It's uh, too expensive. expensive. Actually, throw not, me a river. Not to plug my own show, but the Scott Michaels, the dearly departed guy, talked a lot about that because he was saying that a big thing that they do, he uses the money from the company from is that they actually buy like headstones and pay burial costs of a lot of like kind of c and d list actors from like the days gone by because there's a a cemetery i think it's called niagara or something or i forget what it's called there's a cemetery i think in north hollywood that like they basically like they will bury you but they can't like almost anybody but you can't have like a gravestone like they'll do it for free Mm -hmm. so a lot of people who can't otherwise afford burials like go there and so scott michaels from Julie departed like he pays the like uh, tombstone costs for like all these sort of like Cookie weird actors who kind of fell into like oblivion in yeah. their later years. Wow. It's like amazing. um Anyways, back to this. So family. Scott or Courtney, go to Courtney. Yeah. Oh, we'll go to Courtney.
0: So Courtney wants to do something creative. Oh my she God. She can't
1: decide. Oh, God. Courtney. So this, like, small, I feel like we've had this storyline before. It's so many times. Let's
0: just talk about this in broad strokes. Right. So we have this thing that she wants to like. She's like I think I want to do like an interior show thing but it's like she has no idea what she's talking about like
1: 38 year old woman you can't keep saying thing so much just talking like like truly I feel like how not like like a first year college kid talks about like 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 her concept of the future in her career and it's like, like lady you're in it. It's
0: happening you're in it now but Chloe like shuts her down hard before she even gets to finish it I think that might be why they got in a fist fight later <laughs> like I, I think that might that had to be like timeline wise the sisters were coming down
1: hard I mean on they were Courtney. just like
0: so annoyed with her and I, I I wrote a note I was like she is basically a sober Rob
1: yes. She is. Or
0: not even like sober, but she's just like a more stable version well, of her. I feel like
1: it must grate on both of them. Like, I was thinking it must grate on Kim a lot on some level because it's like, because she always uses the kids and having the kids as her excuse. And I feel like if I was Kim, I'd be like, I have kids. Yeah. I have kids too. And I work and I and have it's my businesses. Not and it's as like- if.
0: Courtney doesn't have nannies as well she does and we know she, she has
1: like she has money and she has a career she's just basically they totally hit the nail on the head where it's like they're waiting she's waiting for her good American she's waiting for her KKWS beauty but and she's not doing anything yes, exactly and that they're basically like oh she's waiting for us to bring a business venture to her yeah and then it just becomes this noodling thing of yeah. her being like, "I really like interior design."
0: Yeah, it was really funny when they were in the car with uh, it was like Kim, Chloe, Court, Courtney's driving, and they're they're Chloe's like, "Oh my god, you're such a bad driver!" And Penelope goes, "She was pulled over."
1: <laughs>
0: I was like, "No loyalty." <gasps> nope. Mm. It was very funny. And then they were like, she was like, Kim jokingly says you should go into business with Scott. And she's like, I actually thought about it, but then I was like, that doesn't really make of sense. And Kim was like, yeah, no, I was joking. <laughs> My God.
1: Courtney was like a real idiot this episode. It was pretty wild. <laughs> she like, she, cause, and it was kind of amazing because. I really felt this like you know there's a lot of hijinks on the show there's a lot of stuff that's sort of not real this was one that I was like oh this is so real for them yeah because they are hearing this I can tell that this is a storyline that they that is born out of like a thing that they are fucking sick of hearing yes and that was the tone and even the way like you know mama chris never like sh- pushes on anyone's anyone's dreams down whether it's arthur george or whatever and i could feel her being like basically like, like honey you don't have it like you don't have yeah, it I'll honey s- i love you but you don't do it you don't she was get like, it you don't have the same work ethic we do right and you but also saying but you want you want what we want we have but you're not you don't have them. and
0: then courtney literally says
1: but Can't I have it and not work for it? Yes. Do we all have to work so hard? And they're like, yes. "Yes." Can you imagine how? I mean, that's why I had this moment where I was like, man, like in the car. I was like, God, uh, Chloe and Kim are being really, they're being huge haters. Like, let her just talk about it. And people just do that. People noodle and want to talk about their fucking weird ideas. But then I had this moment where I was like, this must personally offend them on a level where they are like they in their minds that work so hard that
0: they that she could have the success they have and, and still be like all right I'm going to go chase my kid around now and pretend to be a monster while I was literally asking a
1: professional interior designer how to do his job. how to do his job and then it was like and he like kindly like wasn't insulted and like in responded and gave her great feedback and was
0: so kind about like you learn when I tell you something you learn it fast
1: and then you learn everything about it. Can you imagine this world where you just like are you have every door available to you, and you literally just have to decide? Like you stare off into the distance and you are just like, what am I into? I mean, this is how all very rich people's lives are. I feel like, and you just decide like, hmm, um, furniture, that's my thing. And then if you want to, and then. It can all come into place. And that's like what Chris was like like saying was like, yeah, you decide it and like I do it for you is what she was also saying yeah but then you have to keep doing doing it it. like I do it I open every door I get the meeting
0: where the nine best people and then you're the tenth person you walk in the room as the tenth person and you just have to stay there for the rest of the meeting it's a long meeting though and she's like yeah but like do I have to like can I do it on my terms it's like no because you won't do it
1: it was wild it was a wild thing to really see she was like she had that line where she got really frustrated and she was like I'm not just sitting here dilly-dilly dallying and i was like
0: yes you are that's what dilly dally you, that's exactly what you're doing like, congratulations
1: on not watching
0: television <laughs> yeah i'm being so proud a lot of people watch tv and still do
1: a lot of fucking business yeah i i do not like when
0: people brag about i don't watch tv it's like
1: yeah, well then oh, congratulations it's like a line in the sand for me to me it's like well, weird like you need to telegraph to me that you're not interested in like a hugely important part of culture and like, or the, t- you just need to share it in that way. With what would it be like me if I was like, I don't ride bikes. <sighs> I like, don't, I never ride a bike. It's like saying, like, you know, congratulations, don't, you don't ride a bike. The idea, anyone needing to like feel, get a lot of validation because they don't consume something to me is like, great. I don't care.
0: Also the, the they had like two or three scenes about Courtney showing up late to meetings. And it was so funny when Chloe's playing that damn piano. Yeah. I just had this thought of like, could you imagine having a, a meeting with your family. No. That is a business meeting.
1: Yeah. It's so many people's norm. Isn't that crazy? That's really wild. So many people work with their families.
0: I, I, I cause I, Ugh, I just think about the we already like we have an issue in our family where everyone tries to tell each other how to do their business better yeah. without actually doing their business. And we all do it to each other. It's right. a really bad habit and it devolves and it's so insulting. It's al- always insulting. It's just always we handle it pretty well, considering that we have blow ups about a lot of things. but yeah. like It is a crazy thing to do.
1: I mean that they're able to navigate it along with everything else between them is insane. It's, but re- that's I think that's I, the bulk I, of Courtney's storyline. Nothing happens by the end. There was a cute
0: little moment just when she was doing that shoot for the interior design magazine that like Penelope was on a hoverboard in her <sighs> swimsuit.
1: Oh, just, I know. They're giving oh, us a lot of really cute like rain at the end of that scene. They want me to like, like Penelope because she's been such a cold bitch
0: to us. <laughs> I love her. The thing is about Courtney though, like Courtney <coughs> can't like. The real thing about Courtney is can't, she cannot handle a line of anything. No. She can't produce that. She can't do it ongoing. But I do think she could be a really high-end designer yeah. for houses. Yeah. And she could do it on a house-by-house thing yeah. and give herself like six months to do it because she works slow. Yeah. But she could not produce a line. There's yeah. It's not in her capability. No. And I think that that's like what... That, like, the only reason that Rob can do it is because he only has to write like a four to six letter
1: word. Right. (laughs) On the socks.
0: Yeah. Like, that's (laughs) why. He just needs to think of two words that go together.
1: I mean, these, the two of them and their ventures. God, it's really good. So then we have our last storyline. The heavy one. Oof. 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 Really brought so, Scott back in yeah, a big way. Scott and
0: Chris are shopping, and Scott is so clearly high in William and I know. And she's like, he's being kind of weird. It's like, he's fucking high. Chris?
1: that she is still just like not or just choosing to also, not.
0: Who are they shopping for?
1: I thought I lost that. I was like, what did I miss? Who they're is like this? Buying
0: eight, they're buying eight glasses. So a full set of glassware. Yeah. I was like, who are, are they? Does she help him shop when he flips houses? And if he's flipping houses, does he need to buy matching cups? Is for that what them? he
1: does? Does he flip houses? I think he flips houses. Oh. I, I think it's one that. of the things he does. I don't know much about like what his income is beyond the show other than like do you know a party we, have friends.
0: we have friends that flip houses.
1: We do? Yeah. You'll tell me after? Yeah.
0: Okay, but like it just doesn't take that like it's like like you can can do it. You can do it. And like it's not like if you have other people helping you with it, that's probably what they're doing. He's probably going in money wise with some people doing it with them and then being like an investor, essentially. Uh Uh-huh. And then also maybe like saying like, I think this would be dope. Like, I like this when this is in my house because he knows all the best stuff because he just lives off. He's just rich without any reason, yeah. Um. So like he can be like, you got to put this in. I like. I hate this faucet. I love this right. one. This is what you know. And yeah. then he, Courtney probably used to help with that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll anyway. never go into business together because he's a mess. This episode oh and always God. this episode. What am I talking about? This God. If there was, if if I cannot think of a sadder face in the than, that's on regularly on television than Scott Disick's face. Oh. His face, like his resting expression is throughout this whole episode is like so brutal. And like Scott is not my cup of tea, but he has like very beautiful eyes. And like his his, his look is so intense because he just looks like this hollowed out empty man to me. Like every time like he's standing around and it's just like this fucking guy what is the deal? He's uh, I, but you know I can see how she wants to save
0: him. I, I understand it. Of course, it. I understand it. Oh like, my god! And
1: like I understand why they all like still keep him around. Because it's they... the root of codependency and addiction, mm-hmm. and like it's I am sure this family does not go to Al-Anon, and they do not have like the understanding. I feel like of the how they. They affect his like And they're tr- they're kind of getting the pieces of it The way that like Chloe's kind of getting heated up When later on um, Courtney runs to him you yeah. know And kind of ha- is having that thing of like no This is what's feeding it This yeah. is giving him what he wants Even no? if he says he's going to kill himself Like you but then it's exactly you, how that you works You know what
0: you do when someone says they're going to kill themselves You call
1: 911 You do what I've had to do which is call that person's parents Which is a real thing I had to do once And it's like you and and you call 911. Oh, I just called the cops. You just like this idea of running to them, it creates this Mm-mm. like you can I, just see it. It'll,
0: one one thing what happens if you call the cops? Well, for Scott it's not going to work because he has uh, unlimited resources, so yeah. it doesn't really embarrass him or whatever. But for an average person, they say I want to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. You immediately mm-hmm. dial 911. You say exactly what they said. Then the cops come, that ambulance come, they get taken in, they do a 72-hour hold. Sometimes they can talk them out of it. But guess who doesn't fucking say they want to kill themselves again? Yeah. Your asshole friend who just wanted your attention. Yeah. And if they were going to kill themselves, you saved their life. Yeah.
1: It's but really, I've definitely
0: called them a one-on-one before. <clears throat>
1: well, you see, and this is a perfect example of it, it's like this is how emotional hostaging works. Yeah. You know, and sh- and Courtney is- It's is- called coercive control. Yeah. And you see Courtney really working super hard uh, to push back against it. And I give her it's a lot so, of credit. It is
0: so hard. It's
1: so, it's so hard. So hard. When and you're
0: like, well, I don't want
1: to be with this person, but I don't want harm to come to well, them. Well, it goes against- Every it goes against the very nature of what your belief is about being a good person is that you're like a person is reaching out to me that I love in crisis and needing me and in pain in pain that I've maybe caused. Of course I run to them and it's like against it's like counterintuitive, but it the logic is doesn't hold up, you know, and it's like Black China wouldn't run to him. That's very true. <laughs> She'd be uh, like, you need a bullet. You want to kill yourself. <laughs> So uh, it's just this really intense episode. There was a crazy line. moment,
0: though, when Chris is hanging out with Chloe and Kim and Courtney. And she's like, Scott was really
1: weird. And Courtney's like screaming in her face. Yes. Tell him that. I was really glad that she got so mad because yeah. it's like no one is respecting the boundaries she's putting up. And we talked about it many times that this family, like Chris especially, Is really bad about her daughter's lives and boundaries and respecting like that she not supporting them when they're putting boundaries. up. It
0: is kind of crazy, like earlier in the episode when Chris was like, I'm in denial because I believe her that she can disassociate so easily from what's right in front of her face. Or else she couldn't have been married
1: to Caitlin as long as she was. Totally. I think that's very fair. Right. I mean. And and just giving. Yeah. Needing to believe in a thing and continue it on at all. Whatever the cost. So
0: in a slightly more fun part of this storyline. Courtney and Chloe are talking about how Courtney, uh, Scott called her at 2 a.m. And yeah. he was like, What are we doing? And I'm sure it was a conversation. I was like, What are we doing? We love each other. What can't right. we be together? And she was like, I have a boyfriend, that's why. Right. He's like, You have a boyfriend, he's 24. How is what I'm doing anywhere so what you're doing? She's like, Sometimes people have 24 year old boyfriends.
1: Yes. And Courtney, yes. Sometimes they do have a 24 year old boyfriend. Frank Cartney. i loved her screaming this this was the most empowered i've seen her in a Honestly, long time she needs to have a child with Jonas. Oh, god. she and Eunice need to have
0: a child like Scott will
1: lose it and it's the, he'll be it's like he'll try best. to
0: get custody of us. yes yeah but uh, no they're so beautiful together also uh, okay i've heard about chloe's varicose veins two episodes in a row now
1: oh you think they're setting it up I just I don't want like, to watch that. You, I don't want to watch her get that. I don't want to watch thing. that. The, even when they described it, my sister's gotten it and It's
0: really painful because she, my sister used to be a dancer. Ugh, so, and it's it, literally pe- making my whole people body who
1: stand up or
0: like anyone, like my sister was a dancer when she was like in high school and college, like not a, not like a, she was like on dance teams. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with being like a dancer of like, of, like yeah, a, exotic, like, exotic dancer, but <laughs> she was on like dance teams and stuff and she's very tall and she used to work in retail so she was on her feet a lot so she had a lot of varicose veins and like has had them removed um wow. because they're they are unsightly yeah. um but they're it's really painful but i was like what is she about to sell us i don't is she want about to sell us a
1: cool varicose vein treatment <laughs> i wish you guys could see marcy like pinching between her hey, eyes give me migraine like, guys i get please. a varicose vein in my brain i don't we don't want to see it but I bet we'll watch it. Um, that's
0: the episode, I think. Wait, dude, you know, I want to talk about more about this guy thing because I have so many oh, more oh, things that it. were interesting to me. So Malika, yeah, please. Malika and Chloe. Malika's sad. Yes. So sad.
1: She's like, I just don't have a boyfriend.
0: Maybe one day I'll come with a girlfriend. It's like, don't make jokes about being gay. Very
1: dated. Also, remember they had that weird storyline years ago yeah, like about her being in love with Chloe. And that they kissed. Maybe she's Didn't setting they kiss? us up that one day she's going to be with a woman. And they had like a drunk kiss. And then they handled it really weirdly on the show. Yeah. That they were kind of in a fight over it, if I remember it right. Yeah. And it was, like, really awkward when they had just had, like... It was It was funny to me that they would so casually make, like, what is a pretty, like, yes. awkward dated joke. And then also the two of them have, like, this weird history, yeah. actually.
0: Also, Courtney... I mean, Chloe calls Scott's thing an episode. I was like, it's oh, not an episode. Oh,
1: I know. Like, an episode.
0: Um, And then... the Oh, there was another thing that... Courtney, so the so they're having this post mortem uh about Scott's episode with Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. And Courtney was like, uh yeah, he called me once his passport watches and credit cards back. And I was like, what?
1: And it sounded like, didn't they go like again or like uh, not again or something yeah, like that? like and does I was she like, take away is that to like literally keep him in the country because she knows he's like an actual flight risk? I don't know. That was upsetting that was insane i'm glad you brought that up because i i like i rewound it because i was like wait what you like you took his stuff from him so like i mean to take someone's passport is fucking wild. i understand
0: the credit card so they can't maybe buy other drugs but like i was like and then courtney tells us she's 97 pounds oh yeah
1: that definitely made it into my notes <laughs>
0: 97. Like, ah! 97 pounds 97 pounds <laughs> If I sat on her lap She would die (laughs) If Mason keeps sitting on her lap She might die I
1: think we have no concept of how small Courtney really is She says she's 5'1 and she's 97 pounds I think, and also just what a maddening explanation. I just keep eating chocolate croissants and
0: oh I was Oatmeal. like, you gluten-free bitch. You are eating too much gluten. When Isn't you're, that wild? When I you're mean, in Paris, you ate too much gluten. Then you better stop talking about it. <laughs> why do we have to watch you talk about Why do we have to go to Erewhon? Always. Why couldn't we go to Paris and watch you eat a chocolate croissant? I would have
1: loved to watch her and Eunice eat chocolate croissants in Paris. Maybe next but season. But no, it's her bragging about being underweight. <laughs>
0: uh, or For, she's her. Probably, probably, For her. It's probably accurate weight, I know, though, I think. I know. Um, and then the last thing is like the last scene, which really broke. It shattered my heart. It was Mason <sighs> oh, fuck. talking with I Scott and Courtney. My uh, he said, I love spending time with my father.
1: I couldn't and scott this.
0: is so like in that moment scott is so proud because one mason is choosing him and scott feels very left out yeah um and and but for me i was like scott you were creating right now in this very moment the man he's going to
1: be that's your
0: son and I don't think Mason will turn out like Scott. It's not that. No, I he's just surrounded
1: worried. by too many matriarchs.
0: Yeah, but it was really sad. That and was, inc- like, that was uh, the exact
1: scene I was talking about, where I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a sadder face. Like, it was uh, brutal, and the and that like really awkward goodbye. Oh, love
0: you, partner. And Courtney has to stop herself from saying it back, and she and he goes. She
1: but she opens her mouth and then just does like a a shoot him, and animal. then as he's walking out, he goes. Also, first Mason goes. We've got a date with destiny, which murdered me. Uh, when he was it talking about the bus stop the like next day, such foreshadowing—it's fucking crazy. And then doesn't it
0: feel like this was in, in like this um, would be in a it's book. like a movie scene? Yeah.
1: And then and then they have that awkward moment, the partner thing, and then Scott, as he's like in the hallway, goes, "I'll see you on the business side of things." Like just this clunky, like he clearly was just like said a weird scattery thing. And I was like, oh, it's rough because like just because he's heartbroken
0: doesn't mean that he isn't still the villain.
1: Totally. She's doing she this is the thing. And it's like this. And I I go on and on about like, I don't know everything about addiction, but it's like she is doing the right thing for him, too. Like, it really is the right thing for him to, like, not have access to all of the things while he is not well. Like, he has to lose things because of it in order to help understand the damage and, like, what he loses with it. God, I know she... I think that she
0: really would run to him.
1: I think they have such a deep love and connection. And, like, I just... I think she has literally exhausted every single possible option.
0: And I'll... To... Bring this back full circle. When you protect addicts and then you finally do get enough of them, then they fucking say that they knew that things were over when you went through your second and third
1: basketball oh, player. You fucking dog I mean Lamar we rooted for William. you we rooted for you <laughs> we rooted for you we loved your fucking Wendy Williams row oh god Lamar shut up Lamar no
0: man can 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 criticize no woman
1: especially not these women <laughs> we will not stand for it oh my god it was like I thought this was a really good episode this is a great episode I thought there was a lot of re, uh just real shit amazing scenes we're talking OJ fucking like chris is 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 speed walking on meth about diamonds (laughs) i don't know what's happening oh
0: what am i gonna do with the rest of my life Uh, addiction suicide all of
1: it (laughs) i'm too stressed i'm too stressed (laughs) um it was a great one i loved it. it um guys i think that's it that is it that's it okay well uh guess what We're back to Wednesday. We're back on track. Unless something burns down. Who knows? Our state is often on fire, so you never know. Um, (laughs) Also, there's a tsunami.
0: Oh, yeah. Is there? We're under tsunami watch. Oh, I didn't know that. There was a huge earthquake, series of earthquakes in Alaska.
1: Shit. Well, hopefully we won't get submerged. I mean, probably no out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Uh, check our Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page. Email us. Oh, we love those emails. You know we're always talking about those emails. Uh, f- send us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins, which we haven't gotten in a while, guys. Really, really dig. It's because they're all hiding. <laughs> they are all hiding. Even if you bump into that fucking quilt. Just like someone who like, <laughs> went to high school
0: with Tristan. Bump into that quilt. It took me a while. I registered it. Now I get it.
1: <laughs> If you bump into a if white and red quilt, write us an email. Friend
0: that works at Calvin Klein. God,
1: we would die. Tell God, us, make our. Tell lives. us how mad the the PAs were that day. Oh, that's all I want. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to Cardition. It. Bye.
0: What's a creative podcast network? Hey, so um, are you looking for like an amazing parenting podcast? No, because there's like a million of them. Yeah, and they're dumb and they're boring. But you know what? You you know what? Though wait. (laughs) There's a great one that I've heard of. It's called Why Mommy Drinks. Oh my gosh, that's my podcast. Yes, I know, and it's mine too. I'm Betsy Stover. I'm Amanda Allen. And we are the co-hosts of Why Mommy Drinks. We each have three kids, and we're each so tired and very out of our minds. But we find time each week to interview an actor, a musician, a writer, you you name it, artists of all kinds, come into our studio and talk to us about those moments that just drove them to drink in parenting. You're going to listen to our podcast, and you're going to come away saying... Hey,
1: I'm doing a pretty great job. My mommy drinks.